Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hiya folks, you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse, episode 188 in the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on November 25th, 2019. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, Pete. What's going on? Nothing. How are you? I'm doing good. We have a rare night show today. We're recording at night like the old days. I know. It's weird. It does feel like when we first started. Right, right. Folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. We want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. So you are coming to us right now um, fresh from the movie theater. That's true. I did just leave. Okay, so you saw, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Frozen 2. I did see Frozen 2. So I've not seen it yet. Um, okay. I'm actually thinking this might be a wait till wait till it comes out on Disney Plus movie for me. But, okay, I get that. Um, maybe you can give us a little spoiler-free review before we hop into today's uh, I liked it. Listen, I, I think the you know, of course, how are you going to replicate the songs, you know, from the first movie? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's possible. Well, that was what I heard, that it was a good movie, but, like, the song game is not as on point as the first I one. I don't think it could be. So I'm not bothered by that, although I do think the songs are good. I, I just think if you go in there expecting Let It Go Part 2, I think you're going to have a hard time. So, I mean, do you think when they made the first Frozen, they were like, oh, this music? Like, were they, like, buckled up for that? Or do you think it, it surprised them that it took I mean, it, it took if like you believe shot? everything you hear, they had Let It Let It Go was the song, and they made the movie around it. Okay. I, I think they had the song before they really had everything else. All right. Well, is there a villain in this one? Ah, huh, that's a good question. Is there can a you villain? An- can you answer that without... Um... You know, they do such a good job now of weaving these movies together, mm-hmm. kind of devoid of a true bad guy in the end. So... <laughs> yeah, like, who was the last tried-and-true Disney villain that we had? Was it um, Mother Gothel? Yeah, I mean, my Mother Gothel's a pretty good one, so... Yeah. So, um, I, if you are anything like me, and um, you, you, you know you've probably been knee deep in Disney Plus for the last couple of weeks, of course. And, uh, and by the way, that is not the reason why we had no show the last couple of weeks. I was I was traveling, and then I was moving. Uh, so I'm all set, situated in my new apartment and uh, my new podcast studio, and so we are all set to to go and to to be back on the air weekly and bringing you all that Disney news, but. Uh, so Disney Plus, have you been having the same problem I've had where it's like there's so much to watch that you don't know what to watch? Well, you know, here in the first month of Disney Plus, honestly, I am trying to keep it to things I've never seen before. Well, yeah, I mean, I give preference to things like The Mandalorian, which has been an absolute joy and pleasure. Correct. But I mean, like if I'm at work, because I can just like stream it at work. If I if I'm streaming it here and I would want to put on The Lion King, like I will. But when I'm actually watching it, when I'm sitting down and watching it, I've only been watching original programming. Mm. So, you know, I'm not plowing through, you know, 90s cartoons or Star Wars movies. I mean, you know, I watched the the um, first episode of Darkwing Duck and like I was a little disappointed by it. But then again, it is the pilot. So now I'm like worried about going back to revisit these 90s cartoons to be like, oh no, am I going to, like, like is nostal- are nostalgia goggles on me, and am I going to not like them now? Huh. I've heard a little bit of knock on some of the 90s cartoon stuff, that it doesn't look as sharp as some of the remastered older stuff. I could see that. But, that again, you know what? I don't watch... Don't get me wrong. I want everything to look great, but I don't watch any of this stuff for like the, you know, technical awesomeness of it. I I genuinely want great stories. When people people are like, oh, look at this 4K. Like, look, look at, look at this 4K definition. I'm just like, "Uh, okay. 
Like, and I do have appreciation for it, but that's not a requirement. For yeah, me. no, not at all. Not one bit for me. Um, I can remember seeing Sully's fur move in Monsters, Inc. and being like, man, Pixar is crazy. Like, they've upped their game. Right. Having said that, it was the, you know, tear-jerking boo mo- moments of that movie that really get me, not the awesome fur on the monsters. Exactly. Yeah, no, I 100% get you. Um the um, I have not watched the imagine. I've watched half of one episode of the Imagineering story. I just I've not I've, gotten to it yet. Uh, honestly, this is we. So we have so many things about Disneyland. You know that first opening of Disneyland. I've seen so many specials on it, and, right. and that's great. But I would love to find out about the other parks. Mm-hmm. And this show is kind of finally giving you that. I saw that the most recent episode was about Shanghai. There's Shanghai stuff in there, yeah, but it's it doesn't. Or like, there's it. an upcoming episode about Shanghai or something like that. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm thinking um, Tokyo. But so the um, you know, and now for you at your store, like Disney Plus could be a game changer for you because you could have like Marvel movies or Marvel cartoons playing in the store at all times now. Yeah, it's great. I I, I watched about six episodes of the X Men. The nineties X Men. Yep, holds up. Yeah. I feel like it holds up. I always find it interesting to see, you know, they basically took classic X-Men stories, but used the current 90s team. Yes. So you have, like, the Dark Phoenix saga with Gambit. So Mm -hmm. it's always interesting for me to uh, see how they, they, like, wove that together. Uh, That 90s X-Men team. To me, that is is the X-Men. Yeah, no, no, I I get that. I agree. It was a a definite golden era for X-Men. All right. Well, uh, you ready to hop into the news? Yeah, let's do it. The news this week brought to you by our friend Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Uh, we have a little um, announcement from Dave, actually, this week. Um, so Magical Travel has a special um, Black Friday and Cyber Monday special offer just for Magical Travel customers. So if you guys book with Dave, you get this deal. So you ready for this, Pete? Hit me. Uh, value resorts. If you book a four or five night stay with accommodations at a value resort with a minimum four day theme park tickets, uh, you receive a fifty dollar Disney gift card. Book a six night uh, stay accommodation at a value resort with a minimum five day theme park tickets, and you get a seventy five dollar Disney gift card. Now, with the moderate resorts, if you book a four or five night stay uh, at a moderate resort with a minimum four day theme park, you get a hundred dollar Disney gift card. And a six-plus night stay with accommodations and a moderate resort with a minimum five-day theme park, you get a $150 Disney uh, gift card. Deluxe and Villa Resorts, four or five-night stay uh, with a minimum four-day theme park ticket gets you a $150 Disney gift card. Six-plus night stay with a minimum five-day theme park ticket gets you a $225 Disney gift card. That's a lot of money to spend in Disney. Yeah, it is. So if you stay at a moderate resort... You get pretty much an astromech droid at uh, yeah at the droid factory. Yes, That's you awesome. do absolutely. Uh, Disneyland, you book a three night stay uh, at one of the three Disneyland hotels with a minimum three day theme park ticket, and you get a hundred dollar Disney gift card. Um, double adult occupancy does apply for this. So uh, Disney Cruise Line, you receive up to a thousand dollars in shipboard credits when you book a Disney cruise vacation. Uh, the shipboard credit amount is based on the package price. Now, at Aulani, Disney Resort and Spa in Hawaii, book a four-night stay at Aulani, and you get a $150 gift card and double adult occupancy applies. And Adventures by Disney, you get $1,000 off any Adventures by Disney vacation package, double adult occupancy applies, and savings are based on the package price. So, folks, that's our good friend Dave Weikert. You can find him, DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net, or call him at 908-709-4199. Uh, to book your trip and get that deal and get your basically free astromech droid if you're staying at a monitor. For real. Now, this is for what? This is for, like, Black Friday through Cyber Monday? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like an act now kind of thing. Yeah, Dave's going to be busy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to him today, and he he was up to his uh, up to his ears with quotes. So I assume it's, it's currently active. Um, nice. So, yep. If you guys have any questions about that, you can talk to Dave, or you can, ta- you can even message him on Facebook or tag him in our Facebook discussion group. Uh, and, you know, he's always in there. So, moving along, ready for the news? Let's news it. Let's news it. Let's news it, not snooze it. Worldwide news, going broad. We got some new Magic Band colors out there, Pete. 
Ooh, okay. Yeah, dark gray and mint green. Ooh, I like mint green. Yeah, they, those are available to purchase uh, as of November 29th. I don't believe that you can get them with your vacation package, like like one of the ones that just comes standard. But it's right. kind of like the black magic band that I have. You could just like they sell them in the stores, and you can buy them there for like twelve, now, for like twelve bucks. Not, the solid color ones aren't crazy expensive either, too, right? Yeah, they were like twelve dollars last time I looked. It might have gone up since then, but the, like my my black one was twelve dollars. Nice. Uh, we're gonna get some extended theme park hours across the board. Uh, well, at least for. Animal Kingdom in Epcot uh, during the opening of Rise of the Resistance next week. Okay. So uh, they're trying to ease the pressure on Hollywood Studios by giving people other places to go. Good idea. Yep. Uh, so on December 5th, when Rise of the Resistance opened, Animal Kingdom moves to an 8 a.m. opening with extra magic hours starting at 7 a.m. And at Epcot, the park gets a rare 8 a.m. opening with extra magic hours at 7 a.m. It's very rare to see Epcot opening at 8 a.m. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood Studios will open at 8 and close at 10. So there you have it. Now, when will you be riding Rise of the Resistance? I'm going to try to go that first day. Uh, so I mean, know. I have to know. Yeah, I'm so curious. I think my friend Chad is coming with me. So we will, you know, I, so, uh, you know, I won't be by myself. So I'll definitely let you know. I want to uh, know. Resort News. The Grand Floridian Gingerbread House is up. At Jizzy's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Okay. Yep. And now I love this gingerbread house. If you guys, if you don't know what I'm talking about, every year at Christmas time, uh, Disney constructs a life-size gingerbread house at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, and it's wonderful. It, it's just huge. It gives you such a rush of the holiday spirit, and they actually sell like baked goods inside. Now, have you ever had a shingle? No, I've heard from multiple people, you included, that the shingles are disgusting and you should never buy them. I don't like the shingle. Like, I was so excited. I'm like, I get to get a shingle from the house. No, the shingle's no good, but they sell just gingerbread cookies there. They are wonderful. I got a Christmas tree brownie pop when I was there. My parents were were here to help me move. Um, And so we went to Disney for a day. Uh, But the night before we went to... um, Or after Epcot, we went through the resorts. And um, so we stopped at Grand Floridian... And, yeah, my mom loved it. And while we were there, I got a, a brownie pop in the shape of a Christmas tree. So it was my parents, nice. my aunt, and my uncle. We had a great time. Um, <clears throat> so moving along, water park news. Now, if you guys... Wait, I got to stop you there. I got to stop you for one second. Okay. I just thought of something. Okay. This morning, actually, this happened. My son, who's a bit of, like, a history, like, nerd, uh, this morning, I, I wake... I'm, like, not even really awake. And he's like, hey, what is your favorite gingerbread house? At Disney World. And huh. he only asks questions like that if he has, like, an answer. You of know course, because I mean? he wants so you to like, ask him. Right. I'm like, I don't know. What's yours? And he's like, did you ever see they did a gingerbread Capitol building? No. It was in, um, like, by the American Adventure in Epcot. Interesting. I took a picture of it. it. Don't get me wrong. It's not, like, a giant one. It's, like, a actual gingerbread house size. Uh-huh. But, I mean, probably, you know, I don't know, 30 to 36 inches in length yeah uh super detailed i took a picture of it i'm gonna send it to you but they did a gingerbread capital building how cool is that that's interesting i still yeah. prefer the one at the grand floridian well it might be a little bit bigger yeah um so the water park news this week it's not really news so much as an advisory folks if you are going to uh disney in the next couple weeks just if you have a water park day planned check before you go because We've been having some um, pretty low temperatures lately, oh. and Typhoon Lagoon has been closing for for days at a time. And I mean, like, in the 50s. Right. So, Not water park temperatures. No, when, when, my, when my family was here, we were all wearing jackets. Interesting. Yeah. So, there you have it. I give, you know, if you're, if you're coming down... Make sure you're dressing accordingly. Bring bring like a light jacket and some long pants, and you'll be fine. Um, I will say it did make going through the Christmas the Christmas tree trail at uh, Disney Springs so much nicer. Oh, that's cool! The that's fact really that it was cool. cold. Yeah. Um, speaking of Disney Springs, we got Disney Springs news this week. Wow, spring it on us, right? Uh, Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar is having a holiday takeover. I saw that. I think, listen, I think any of the holiday takeovers is a great idea. Yeah. Super festive and decorated. It debuts November 29th, and it's got a limited time holiday themed menu. 
Okay, you ready for this? Oh, you have it? Okay. Oh, I have it. Now, I just got to say, I ate there the other day with my friend Lauren, and we had this loaded, like, charcuterie pretzel. Okay. Oh, man, was that good. It sounds pretty interesting. Oh, man, was it good. Like, so, 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 so good. Um, But anyway, limited time menu. Drummer boy braised lamb with truffle. Uh, Mushroom and manchego cheese. Arancini, herb chimichurri, chili peppers, and micro arugula. So, that sounds pretty good. A holiday caprese wreath, which is vine-ripe tomatoes, heirloom cherry tomatoes, fresh mozzarella, basil, and balsamic glaze. The C9 Light Deviled Eggs, which is colored eggs with shrimp and Tobico caviar. I saw these. They're like hard-boiled eggs, with like, but like they're red and green. Festive. I've always been told never to eat a green hard-boiled egg, though. <laughs> Ugly Sweater Bread. Cinnamon, smear, brioche, and eggnog icing adorned with holiday light decorations. Jingle Bell Pops. Three dark chocolate truffles, crushed peppermint, and peppermint syrup dipped in dark chocolate. Cinnamon Bells, Knob Creek Fireball, Frangelico, Cinnamon Simple Syrup, Creamer Garnished with Gold Sugar Rim. Now, that's obviously a drink. Uh, Santa Hat Mojito, Bacardi, Grenadine, Mint Leaves, Simple Syrup, Lemon Lime Foam, Garnished with a Candy Cane. White Christmas Margarita, Rum Chata, Malibu, uh, Sousa Tequila, Lime, and White Cherry Juices, Garnished with Whole Cranberries and a Green Sugar Rim. And you got Jock's Holiday Nog, which is Tito's Handmade Vodka, Frangelico, Rum Chata, Vanilla Creamer, garnished with a red sugar rim. So there you go. All right. In further Springs news, uh, the Christmas Tree Trail is back this year and open. Uh, the, 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 the snow comes a lot more frequently this year, I noticed. Okay. And you know, one of the best things they did at Disney Springs is they moved Santa Claus uh, into the Christmas Tree Trail. Yeah, I mean, that seems like a natural fit. Yeah, like, he used to be, like, across from the Ghirardelli store. Which, I mean, it's a nice little area there by the water, but it's not a big area. Putting him back there, it's great. You go, you check in before the Christmas tree trail. They give you a comeback time. Um, But, like, the night that I was there with my parents, my, my parents shocked me. They were like... Hey, let's see if we can get a picture with Santa, all of us. I was like, what? Uh, all right. So I went to check. Four and a half hour wait. Well, are you kidding me? Four and a half hours, my friend. I, think of it this way, though. It's locals go there because it's a free picture with Santa. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Because you could just take it with your phone and Disney doesn't stop you. I mean, you yeah. can get a photo pass picture. And if you're an annual pass holder, you get that, uh, depending right. on the tier of your pass. But... It's a it's a Santa Claus picture. Yeah. Instead of going to the mall and paying thirty bucks, and it's not like you're standing in line for four and a half hours. It's like you check in, you go eat, you shop. I mean, you're spending an evening there. This was on like a Saturday night, though. Right. That's pretty cool. You don't have to stand on line. No. It's it's like a restaurant. They paid you. That's awesome. Yeah. I think I think they send you a text. Even better. Which is what they do at a lot of the Disney restaurants now. Very cool. Um, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, a, like, you know, a really... And, uh, like, so I went to the Christmas tree trail twice. Once with my parents and aunt and uncle, once with my friend Lauren. Um, the first time, it was so crowded. It was that four and a half hour Santa wait night. And, like, you couldn't move in there. The second time, it was much more manageable. Because it wasn't... Were there a, any any new trees this year? There were a couple new trees. Um, I mean, you know, some old favorites were back, like the Haunted Mansion tree and stuff like that. Um there were some new ones, but on top of my head, I can't think. There was one notable um, removal. No. The Muppet Tree is gone. It's gone? It's gone. Oh. It's gonzo gone. Why would they do that? I have no idea. Why get rid of one? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and, like, because it doesn't even, it doesn't extend as far as it did before. Like, I realize it's like we pass a certain point. I'm like, wait a minute, there are no more trees, and I didn't see a Muppet tree. Yeah, That's I, I was really salty. Um, there's a Toy Story tree this year that might be new. Okay. Um, there were there were a few ones that I was like, oh, I don't remember seeing that, but I didn't really pay attention to like what was brand spanking new. And of course, they have that like um, 
that like snack bar back there where you can get like holiday treats and like drinks and stuff. Uh, there is now a Disney Plus location in uh, Disney Springs. If you want to learn more about Disney Plus, they have a little kiosk there, where you uh, right outside of Paddlefish, where you can I learn everything there is to learn about Disney Plus and how you can enjoy all that content for just six ninety nine a month. I guess. I can't get over how cheap it is. Like, like six ninety nine is like nothing, and like when you consider that like HBO's like counter. Or it's not, it's not HBO, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers' counter, which includes HBO, is right. going to be $20 a month? Get out of here. I don't. I'm, so I got the D23 deals, right? So mine breaks down to, I think, three ninety two a month. I yeah. mean, I look at Netflix, which I barely watch at this point, and I'm like, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I need it. I'm honestly thinking about getting rid of Netflix until Stranger Things comes back. I don't even really like Stranger Things. It, it's, I, know I, I really everyone. only have it to watch The Office here and there, like when I get one of my office binge kicks. Right. And, you know, I have... I, well, I, you know what? I have Hulu also, but I haven't bundled it with Disney Plus yet, so I should probably get on that. Right. Because you can bundle Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus. Although I believe it's ad-supported Hulu, so I don't know your There is a version with the ad-free Hulu, which is what I have. I have ad-free Hulu. Okay. So I did see that. Um, all right, and that we are going to take a quick commercial break before we get to the park news. So we're going to take a break here from the rest of our sponsors, and we'll be back uh, with more of the news uh, coming to you on this special episode of Two Men and the Mouse. Don't go anywhere. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. you got to pack everything up. you got to figure out where you're eating. you got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it were his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. He gave them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weiger autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weiger. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. 
So, how does it work? You just go to KingdomStrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit KingdomStrollers.com. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content. Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast, inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic work days to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, humans! My name is Morty Monster, and I'm... Uh, well... I'm a monster. I'm here as an exchange student from the monster world, where growing up I fell in love with the world of human pop culture. Unfortunately, not a lot of monsters share that passion, so I came here to experience all of these things that I love and to share that passion with all of you. I do this through my YouTube channel with regular video blogs. One of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash MortyMonster. I'm on Instagram as MortyMonster and Friends. I'm also on Twitter as MortyMonsterBFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster! And we're back with more of the news, folks. Welcome back to the news. Uh, and the rest of the news today is brought to you by our friends over at Kingdom Strollers. Uh, you can find them over at KingdomStrollers.com. You know, I spoke with Matt over at Kingdom Strollers just today, and we were talking a little bit about, like, changes that Disney has made. Uh, so, you know, they still will deliver to your Disney Resort, but the, the, the thing now is you have to actually meet, like, they have to drop it off to you. Right. I had read something that they're the... Um they won't just like hold them like yes. in the room. Right? Yeah, they won't do that any. Disney won't do that anymore. So now, you know, it, I mean, it's the same. They just meet you there at the, I guess, at the lobby and hand it off and all as well. There you go. So yeah, still, still delivered right to your Disney Resort. So yep, there you have it. And all of their strollers. Yeah, and here's the thing about Kingdom Strollers that I think is good. Like Disney just put out all these new, um, like like rules about stroller dimensions and whatnot right regulations right and i have a lot of friends that have like gone and like didn't know about this and were like they told me i can't bring my stroller in because they have like the wagon stroller yeah yeah the wagon stroller uh, what's weird is i believe the wagon stroller fits 
the technical dimensions that Disney demands, but they're like not allowing the wagon strollers. Yeah, they specifically said the wagon strollers out. Um, so Kingdom Strollers, all of their strollers, like you don't have to worry about it. All of their strollers are in line with what Disney allows in the parks. Perfect. So, there you go. All right, Magic Kingdom news. Ready for this? Santa Claus will be meeting and greeting in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, he really Ooh. gets around, you know, from Disney Springs to Magic Kingdom. Uh, starting on November 28th, and he'll be there through December 24th. Obviously, he has to leave December 24th because, you know, right. he's got some stuff to do that night. Where is he uh, Where is he doing this? Um, usually, Santa is right in the front of the park, like when you walk in on Main Street in the main hub, uh, right by where the um, guest relations is. Like, usually, okay. you know, like... Where you can usually meet like Snow White or Aurora or something like that, yep. that little area, which is where I met Mickey Mouse as a child for the first time. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So Santa Claus is there. Sometimes he has Mrs. Claus with him. I haven't. I didn't see anything about Mrs. Claus. Um, though sometimes they're together in in Epcot as well. So I will look out for them at Festival of the Holidays. Um, but again, you know, great picture with Santa Claus in the Magic Kingdom. Um, obviously, you know, he now some years on Christmas Day, obviously Santa Claus is a little tuckered out he just had a big night um so he is replaced on christmas day sometimes with santa goofy right that seems like a good fill-in yeah now goofy filling in for him is always something that i like to see uh no word yet on if that's going to happen this year but it's happened in recent years so you know we'll have to wait and see uh we haven't we have seen what the exclusive mickey's very merry christmas party sorcerers of the magic kingdom card is this year it is Pluto's Toppling Popcorn. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah look, it's it's cute. I like it. I'm so bummed out. I didn't get my Halloween card. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you did. So when we went, we we were, I'm like, oh, I'll get it on the way out. Because I thought I'd still be able to get it back at the location. They, were, they stopped the giving them Christmas out? Shop. So it was not the Yale Christmas shop. They didn't have it because they were doing the cool Haunted Mansion magic shots back there. So I'm like, all right, we'll get it when we go down Main Street. But when we went down Main Street, it was like during the parade. So like the second showing of the parade. Mm -hmm. So I went down there. It was closed. That that wounds my heart. Yeah, I was a little bummed out. Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) now you've learned a lesson. Go right away. Uh, Yep. To get that Sorcerer's of the Magic Kingdom card. That and stop carrying 30 pounds of candy in your backpack. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that work out for you, by the way, with my backpack? Fantastic, actually. Did you put the bag in there? Yeah, it was all, it worked perfectly. Yeah, told you. Uh, Epcot news. Anna and Elsa still meeting and greeting over in the Norway Pavilion, but now they are wearing some new getups, some new costumes, new outfits. Uh, They are in their Frozen 2 royal attire. I saw a picture. Looks okay. Yeah. Elsa's wearing some kind of white dress. Yep. Anna's wearing, um, Anna's got a crown, um, she's got a green dress on, so, yeah, if you like those alternate outfit characters, folks, this is a thing for you. Um, job listings have hinted at a February 2020 opening for Space 220. Huh. The new restaurant coming to Epcot, where you go to outer space. Did you hear that they lost their executive chef, and, like, we're looking for a new one? No, I didn't hear that. I thought I read a blurb about that. Like, you don't typically see a restaurant, like, lose its chef, like, so close to opening. Especially not a Disney restaurant. Right. Uh, So, training... Oh, oh, I don't care. I'm going there immediately. As soon as I can, I'm gone. Training is set to begin in January with a launch in February. Uh, Here's the job listing. Mission Control invites you to join the crew at Space 220 for an expedition like no other. The planets have aligned for you to be part of the la- the latest cutting edge and out of this world restaurant. Help ensure a smooth departure as guests blast off to enter the International Space Station, suspended 220 miles above the Earth's surface, and assist in delivering an unmatched intergalactic dining experience with stellar views and gourmet menu offering. Space 220 is truly the height of dining. There you go. Then they see. Space 220 plans to launch in February 2020, and we're looking for bartenders to join our crew and start training in January. Our ideal bartenders are experienced cocktail makers and beer pourers. You have great personal skills, are excited about contributing to a team, and are dedicated to creating a memorable guest experience. I would assume, usually when they open up a new place like this, they take a lot of the experienced like bartenders and servers from other restaurants right, and move right. them over to the new place. 
I, I don't know if you knew this, like when you, with for cast members, it's like a big deal to be on the opening team of something. Yeah, of course. It's like a big feather in your cap with the Disney resume. I remember watching that clip when they were choosing opening team members for Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like, that, I don't know if you saw it. It was on Park's blog where uh. they like went around and chose like people and like, you know, like broke it to them. They were going to be on the team. Mm-hmm. And, like They were like legit, like excited. Like I was like, oh, yeah, it was like heartwarming. My former roommate, um, who I lived with when I first moved down here, um, he is he's an opening team cast member for Galaxy's Edge. So I can't imagine he had like a big reaction. He was probably just like, oh, all right, cool. Um, yep. But he um, he's been on the test and adjust team, apparently. OK, which means essentially like and, and he has told me nothing because I've tried like I've tried to ask. And he's like because he knows you. Yeah. He's told you nothing. He, yeah, he's told me absolutely nothing about um, what, like, um, because he's he's been testing and adjusting Rise of the Resistance for a long time. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was even like, was is it good? And he wouldn't even tell me if it was good. So. <laughs> um, Epcot Pin Traders and Camera Center will reopen in December. So they take they took the they closed down the camera center, which is under Spaceship Earth. Right. And now the pin trader is still open in Future World, but they're closing the outdoor one, but they're closing that down. And on December eighth, they reopen together in the former camera center. So it's like one store now. I know I had an issue with PhotoPass on this past trip, and I know the camera center is typically where you would go yeah. for PhotoPass assistance. But they actually had a little pop-up booth right behind where the outdoor pin trading like area is. Oh. So I had to go over there. Um, we got some information on the Festival of the Arts. It's going to be lasting 39 days this year. Okay. Um, you can take part in a La Cellier brunch in the Canada Pavilion, which is a leisurely prefixed bounty each Saturday and Sunday in the relaxing Canadian Chateau, and that is a required reservation. Um, I really got to do that. Uh, explore the Green Landing Family Play Zone, where Wally and Eve invite the entire family to enjoy a lush green environment built for exploring. I love when they do those themed playgrounds. Yeah, it seems cool. Like, they did the Toy Story one for Flower and Garden. They had a Wreck-It Ralph one one year. Um, Jump into photo ops located throughout Epcot, such as the Peter Pan storybook installation by the UK Pavilion, where guests can flap their fins in Mermaid Lagoon or get their pirate on at Skull Rock. That sounds neat. You know, this is the thing I'm always most jealous about. Those awesome, like, art installation pictures, I think, are so cool. Yeah. Uh, grab a paintbrush and add color to a wall mural along World Showcase Plaza. Join Figment's Brush with the Masters, a scavenger hunt where the friendly dragon has painted himself into famous pieces of art in each World Showcase Pavilion. I am so doing that. That sounds cool. You know, typically when you do these um, scavenger hunts, you get like a cool prize at the end. Like sometimes it's like a, like it's like a nice cup. Okay. Like I remember, like there's usually like a figment thing, and I always want that. Um, I think it's like what twelve dollars or five five. It's like five or twelve dollars to get the map for the scavenger hunt, and then you have to go around and find all the stuff. Right. Like during Flower and Garden, it was Buzzy the Bee, and then it was Remy from Ratatouille. So now it's gonna be Figment painting himself into uh, different pieces of art in World Showcase. Sounds perfect. You can purchase work by Disney's iconic artists on display throughout World Showcase. That's always been a great thing there. Watch visiting artists as they create new pieces from Disney-inspired works to creative art across diverse mediums. Create festival-inspired t-shirts and candles. And there's also dining packages and workshops that are available to book for Disney Vacation Club members and annual pass holders, which uh, is going on right now. So, uh... Uh, also, the 2020 Epcot International Festival of the Arts um, has the Broadway concert series. They've announced uh, Kissy Simmons and Alton Fitzgerald White. Uh, they're going to be January 17th, 20th, 21st, and 24th. Heidi Bickenstaff and Gavin Lee, the 18th, 19th, uh, 22nd, and 23rd. 
Kissy Simmons, Hayden, Bicky Steph, Alton, Fitzgerald, White, and Gavin Lee again on the 25th. Carl Lindsay and Kevin Massey, January 26th, 28th, 29th, February 1st, 2nd, 5th, and 6th. Um, then a to-be-determined act, uh, January 27th, 30th, 31st, and February 3rd through 4th and 7th through 8th. Um, Carl Lindsay and Kevin Massey and to-be-determined on February 9th. Ashley Brown and Josh Strickland, February 10th, 12th, 13th and then February 18th, 19th, 22nd and 23rd. Another to be determined uh, group and then Ashley Brown, Josh Strickland and a to be determined partner on February 24th and all these performances take place at 5.30pm 6.45pm and 8pm daily from January 17th to February 24th and that is uh, when the festival holiday, uh, Festival of the Arts goes on. I'm excited. It's my favorite festival of the year. Uh, you've said that in the past. So yeah. I'm totally jealous. Now, uh, shifting from one festival to the other, there the holiday pass holder magnets are going to be available this month. Okay. And they this year they are Chip and Dale. That's pretty cool. There's two of them. A Chip two and a Dale. Types. Yep. I just got my Minnie Mouse pass holder uh, food and wine coasters the other day. Okay. Fantastic. I love them. Nice. They're really cool. Um, and of course, you know, I got my Remy, my mini and my Remy magnets, which are on my fridge now. Um, uh, a new Mickey Mouse meet and greet is coming to the Imagination Pavilion. Ooh. Yeah, how about that? Um, an all new Mickey Mouse meet and greet, which is going to be inside the Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival, um, is where he'll be appearing in a section that is currently the indoor queue space for the movie. I want to see that. And that is expected to be in early 2020. I mean, I wish it was a figment meet and greet, but... Uh, Yeah, me too. Uh, Maybe our friend Morty Monster will go over and take a look at that. He's been been, um, not happy with me lately because, you know, I've been so busy with moving and whatnot. We haven't been able to get over the parks. That's a bummer. So he's, he's itching to get back in front of a camera. He's a bit of a ham. It's the attention. I get yeah. that. No, he, he he likes he likes the glitz and glamour. Uh, Hollywood Studios. I mean, not Hollywood Studios. Animal Kingdom news. We have we have news in every category this week. By the way, good. I like news. Yep. Um, Primeval World is reopening November twenty third to thirtieth, and then again expected for Christmas week. Now, I thought the Primeval World was down because of like renovations and whatnot. Apparently, it switched to seasonal operations. I had heard that. That really upsets me because I, I don't understand it. Primeval World always has a line. I feel like it hasn't been open a lot. I mean, I went on it maybe a year and a half ago. I enjoyed okay. it. I thought it was good. I don't think it was running when I was there. Yeah, no, it wouldn't have been running when you were there. It's been closed for a while. Uh, you know, we're always saying there's not enough holiday stuff in Animal Kingdom. Right. Now they are doing the Holiday Tree of Life Awakening at night. Okay, there you go. So they've That's added, two, yeah, they've added two new Tree of Life Awakening shows set to holiday music. Okay, no, I'm all about it. They have also have really cool new holiday like decor this year. I like those. Have you seen those like puppets that they're like? That's my ne- yeah. That's my next news item. Those things are really cool. They are super cool. You got things like bears and penguins. Like they were out the other Did day. Did you see when the, I was there. the one that's like the two baby penguins together? Yes, I did. I love it. It's fantastic. They're so neat, and they interact with guests, and it's great. Um, Hollywood Studios news. We've got some Disney magic from a galaxy far, far away. At an airport a short distance away. Hmm. Over at Orlando International Airport, there are now depictions of Galaxy's Edge on the walls and on the sh- on the um, the monorail that takes you to the, the gate. I think that's super cool. Uh, could you imagine, like, getting there for your trip and being so excited, never done yes. Galaxy's Edge before, and there's, like, a scene from it? I'm a little upset it wasn't a month ago. I know. <laughs> It's the first thing I saw. When I saw those pictures, I was like, what? Yep. One scene creates a dimensional landscape that feels as if visitors are standing inside Galaxy's Edge, where travelers can see the Millennium Falcon and other landmarks from the new land. In another scene, it appears as if First Order Stormtroopers are waiting to step off the shuttle as the train arrives in the station. That's the APB. The, the, um, yeah, that comes in the station. Right. 
Uh, also new today at the Magic of Disney Store in the main terminal, West Hall, um, for guests with or without a boarding pass, is a new photo location featuring droids from the Star Wars galaxy. I saw that, too. Very cool. Yeah. I'm going to be at the airport tomorrow morning, so I'm going to try to get pictures of all this. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Our Star Wars Galaxy's Edge art installation reflects how very special the Walt Disney World Resort and Orlando International Airport relationship is, said Claire Bilby, Senior Vice President of Sales, Services, and Events for Walt Disney World. We've had a string of fruitful projects uh, with the airport, like having two supersonic jets land simultaneously to create the opening of Epcot in 1982, creating the groundbreaking Disney's Magical Express service in 2005, and today's first-of-its-kind art installation and so much more. The airport is Central Florida's welcome to visitors from around the globe. We're honored to put our Disney magic to work in the making, in making that welcome exciting and memorable. And I mean, I I get that because I've always felt that the first leg of your journey, where your excitement is at its zenith, is Orlando International Airport. You're right. When you step off that plane, I mean, there's nothing like it. I, I agree with you. I. I... I really like that airport. Uh, you know that cheesy, remember the cheesy Disney like relief they used to have on the side there with the castle and the tree and uh-huh. uh, the sorcerer hat. Yeah. And like they did away with that recently, probably for, you know, the redesign of the Disney store. But even that, I mean, how many, I, I guarantee so many of our listeners have taken a picture of like their kids in front of that. Like mm-hmm. it is, it's, it's an extension of your trip. Totally. And, you know, you, you get on that little monorail and you're just like so excited because you, know, you have to take a monorail from the main terminal to the the other, you know, terminal A and B uh, where yep. your gates are. And you listen to Mayor Buddy Dyer talk about, yep. you know, Orlando and it, it's just all part of the experience. When my kids were really little, they would always say that that's the first ride we went on on the trip. It was the monorail? Yep. <laughs> the airport monorail. Yep. Um. And now the last thing I wanted to talk about was just something that I like it's being rumored and being heard of. And have you heard about the potential for drones at Hollywood Studios for Galaxy's Edge? No. There have been rumors that I've been hearing circulating that starting soon there will be X-wing drones that fly over Galaxy's Edge. Huh. Right? Huh. I could not be more excited about that. How big do you think they are? I've heard the size of an SUV, but I can't imagine they're that big. Like, you could put a small drone up in the sky, and it'll look like, with forced perspective, it'll look like it's up even higher than it is. Especially if you could, like, fly it fast enough. Yeah. Like, could Hmm. you imagine walking there, and there's actual, like, TIE fighters and X-Wings flying over your head? Well, I hope they wouldn't be in, like, a battle, because then I'd be, like, running for cover and stuff. Well, yeah, of course. I've been watching enough Rebels to know that, like, that's not a good thing. Yeah. That but super awesome, like, TIE fighter with shields that Thrawn invents in the last season. Yeah. Oh, I, they must have a toy of that because that, that thing is cool looking. I can't wait for you to get through that season. I am almost there. I'm on, like, episode nine. So, very excited. Uh, and that's the news this week. All right. That's all of it. It's a good amount of news. We've gotten through it. Uh, we did it. So, yep. So next week we'll have to come up with some really super cool uh, e-ticket attraction for everybody. So. Unless something crazy happens and there's way more news. <laughs> right. Uh, well, uh, any uh, big Thanksgiving plans for the Mandel family? No, everyone converges on us. Yeah. It's the way it normally works. Well, yeah, it's not like... Um, like that one year where like you ate and then got on a plane and came here. Yeah. You know what? My kids were just talking about that this morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That trip, you know what? That, that was a t- the only time I ever did this, a 10 day trip, 10 days too much. I know that sounds crazy. Like people, you know, can't get enough at Disney world. 10 days might be a little too much. For right. Us. No, I get that. I, we were ready to kind of get back to our lives a little bit. Um, well, and yeah, so I will be, um, up in Jersey as of tomorrow morning. Uh, leaving super early. I was not going to be coming to Jersey, but um, unfortunately, we had a we had a um, a death in my family, so I, I'm I'm coming I'm up. Sorry for, to hear yeah, that. no, it's um, so I'll be coming up, but I'll be there for I'm you know since I'm coming up for it already, I'm going to stay through Thanksgiving and I'll I'll be there till next Monday. So 
you know, I'll be back in time to do the show again next week. So no fear, folks. Uh, Two Men in the Mouse is here to stay and back and all that other good stuff. Uh, and I'm all moved in now and everything is, you know, back to normal. So, awesome. uh, yep. Anything else you wanted to add this week? No, I'm excited about doing another show soon. That sounds good, yeah. right? How are you feeling about The Mandalorian? We didn't really talk about it. I love day. it. Oh, isn't it so good? Like, it feels like it, Star Wars in a way that, like, nothing has felt like Star Wars in a long time. It's weird that all three episodes have, each one's been better than the previous one. Yes. yes I don't I know agree. if they keep that up very long because it's at such a high level right now, but uh, really, really into it. I think it's fun. I mean, I can't wait to see merchandise hit in the parks. I think you know what merchandise I'm talking about. Of course, everyone does. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to say it just in case nobody's wa- like somebody hasn't watched the show yet. You know, let me just throw this out there because my wife is like, you have to get me something, right? I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. Stuff like that does not always translate the awesome factor. Yeah. Like if you get a plush or a toy or something, it does not always translate how fantastic it looks on screen two three-dimensional in your hands right no i i totally so get i'm that. worried people are going to be disappointed like when <laughs> products start rolling out yeah i wonder when yeah. they've got to be rolling i would assume they're rolling out sometime this week for black friday so the way the toys normally work it's a pretty big lead time like almost six months but because of that toys oftentimes spoil what you will find out in movies which is why you know things come out like later like when force awakens came out there was you couldn't buy a figure that had ray with a lightsaber because they didn't want you to know that that came out a little bit down the road right or like when like the hot toys iron man that had the mystery the mystery like thing with it which was obviously the the infinity gauntlet right so i've heard that they've fast-tracked this stuff i don't think you're gonna see it by black friday but I mean, no one's even seen a picture of anything yet, no. but I heard they're desperate to come out with it by Christmas. So let's see what they can do. I mean, I want it for Christmas. So, yeah, so many things that I expected to feel during the Mandalorian and it managed to like surprise me with like now here's the now. Can I just I will say like one of my favorite things in the Mandalorian. That's not a spoiler because it was in the trailer is uh, IG-11. Yeah, very cool. But, like, I really want to see, like, another IG-11 or IG unit. Apparently, it's not IG-88 because Dave Filoni wanted to respect the Legends lore. Yeah, no, no, it's not 88, right? Yeah. Which, and, and, you know, in the Legends, did you ever read the old IG-88 story? Uh, which one? Cause, well, I mean, they were, like, five or six IG-88s in Tales of the Bounty Hunters. Like, like they were all, like, um, so, like, Boba Fett kills the one over Tatooine. Boba Fett kills one on Cloud City, which is in the movie. Like you see the you see IG eighty eight like slumped against the wall when the um when like they say when Chewie finds three PO on the conveyor belt. Right. There's an I there's an IG unit like slumped against the wall in the background because Boba Fett killed it. Um, well, that's probably canon anymore. I mean, it is to me still. Um. And then there was the, like, my favorite one, though, was that, like, one of them tried to, like, download into the second Death Star. Again, huh, not canon that's anymore. Cool. Not canon anymore, but, yeah, it tried to take over the second Death Star right before it blew up. I made the mistake of trying to explain to my wife that Boba Fett and Jango Fett aren't actually Mandalorians. Which they are now, up. though. Are they now? Yeah, I watched, like, a, a whole thing about, like, Mandalorians recently. And it, like Fett, like the Fets are Mandalorians. They're just they're reconning that whole thing. Yeah. Okay. I watched a whole video about the whole entire history of Mandalore, and but and, like Django was wasn't born on Mandalore, right? He was born on Concord Dawn. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that the Concord Dawn are still Mandalorians. But I thought they were like ousted. Like Django was ousted from. You're still a Mandalorian. But they're not part of. I don't think the they. Have, I, I don't think they are part of their clan. Like they don't have a clan, probably. But there have been other Fets like throughout Mandalorian lore. And I mean, forever the you know the lore read that you know Boba Fett stole that armor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, that was before Boba Fett was a clone. Right. Which he's got to show up eventually. I don't know. There are a few things that I'm expecting in this at some point, whether even if it's not this season, Boba Fett at some point, um, not this season, 
classic bounty hunters like Bosk or Zuckus or Forlom or Dengar. Like I want to see some bounty like like bounty hunters that were in that like thing with right, Vader, right. like on the Star Destroyer. I would like to see Sabine. Never gonna say that. On I think I think we already did. I think she was the lady that made that that shoulder guard. It's an older Mandalorian woman. She had like like the eyes on the helmet were the same. I'm I'm gonna tell you. I, listen, we all want ties from Clone Wars and Rebels to Star Wars stuff. Not enough people actually watch Clone Wars and Rebels for them to ever justify it to everyone else. Well, it's, the, it's why choppers on screen in the movie for uh, like a third of a second. Yeah, but here's the other. They've also said with this Obi Wan show that Obi Wan is gonna have a droid sidekick in the show that we've all that we all know, and so either. I'm assuming it's it can't be three PO or R two, unless BB unless BB eight is older than we all think he is. I think it's going to be Chopper. Maybe it's uh, what's the R series unit that Uncle Owen tries to buy? Well, it's got a bad motivator. It wouldn't be motivated you, to help Obi Wan. You know the story of like that, like that that Jedi that that droid is a Jedi, right? No. Have you ever read that? No. Yeah. There's some crazy st- and the, the Star Wars universe gets wonky at times. Did you see um, that like like the um there was a thing in the um the thing that um they're carrying the Beskar steel in. Mm-hmm. It was the thing that like the thing that everyone thought was an ice cream maker that the guy on Cloud City and Empire yeah, was running yeah. with. Yep. I was just like, "Oh, thank you, John Favreau." And they they, they dropped that Life Day reference. I love that too. Oh. You know how much I love that. There's no holiday overlay at Galaxy's Edge, though, from what I've seen. Well, I get that. I really wanted now, some Life Day stuff. You think... Uh, oh, the last which, thing I want to see in The Mandalorian is the Darksaber. I don't think you're going to see it. I absolutely... That's the one that I'm like positive you're going to get is the Darksaber at some point. Not, well, you won't get it now, that's for sure. What do you mean? They won't put that in Season 1. No, I think... But it's so important to like Mandalorian lore... That I think yeah. that like, you got to find out what happened because the Empire huh. clearly purged all the Mandalorians, but we ne- we don't know what happened yet. I want to ask you something, but maybe I'll wait for us to wrap this. Before yeah, I ask. yeah, yeah, wait. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, all right, anything else you wanted to add? We kind of got off on a tangent. Nope. Are you are you excited for Rise of Skywalker? Or are you? I can't wait. Really? Oh, this is. I'm a... legit excited. Really? What what turned you around? Because you weren't excited. No, no, I, I am excited. I just, you know, I have, I'm still hurt, but like, you know, I can, I can get my right. spirits up for this. I think you should watch, um, it's a video from the guy that makes, you ever watch Cinema Wins? Nope. All right. Cinema Wins is like the opposite of Cinema Sins. Cinema Sins is okay. like everything wrong with every movie. Like all the mistakes. Cinema Wins is like, hey, I'm going to take this movie that people don't like and I'm going to show you things that you could find that are enjoyable in it. And he has a like a forty five minute Last Jedi video. That can't be true. Yeah, no, he and he makes a lot of really good points. I if I spend more time on the internet, maybe I would look at it. But yeah, I, I don't know how much more time I can devote to Last Jedi. Yeah, I get it. I get you. I've come around in the Last Jedi. I, I don't hate it as much anymore. There are things wow. about it that I hate, but I see what they were trying to do. Uh, th- that being said, I don't think I don't want Ryan Johnson to get another at, to get another at bat, <laughs> like. I don't think you have to worry about that. Uh, well, no, apparently his trilogy contrary, is still happening. Yeah, contrary to what Ryan Johnson's saying, I think that decision was made a long time ago. Very similar to uh, D.B. Weiss and Beninoff and how it kind of like was out there that they're not really doing the Star Wars project. Oh, and yeah. I think they politely waited for them to get work and then said, oh, we don't have time to do it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, after they, after they torpedoed the last season of Game of Thrones. Yep. All right, you ready to uh, head out for tonight? Yep, yep. That's going to do it for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. We always love having you guys here. And if you love our good friend Peter Mandel, like we all do, do what I'm going to do this week. Head over to Rogue Comics at 105 North Union Avenue in Cranford, New Jersey at 07016. Or go to roguecomics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Um, 
if you are planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Adventures by Disney, Aulani, Universal Orlando Resort, check out our buddy Dave Weikert over at Magical Travel with that awesome new deal exclusive to uh, Magical Travel customers. You can find Dave on Facebook as Magical Travel Dave or email him DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. And folks, if you're renting a crib or stroller on your next Disney vacation, check out our buddies over at KingdomStrollers.com who will rent you the crib or stroller of your dreams and deliver it straight into your hands right at your Disney resort. Uh, and for me, folks, please check out the Morty Monster YouTube channel. Uh, we've been dark for about two weeks, but that is, I have two new videos that are filmed that I just have to edit and post. So uh, those are coming at you this week. And, uh, you know, check out my books, of course, on Amazon. Uh, just look up Kevin J. Kessel, the Ross and Eddie series, Winters of Elnora, Rise of the Dark, uh, Birth of the Dark Angel. And um, also check out UWAElite.com, the uh, pro professional wrestling territory over in New Jersey, uh, where you might see a, a certain wrestler there that might be familiar to you guys. Hmm, interesting. Um, well, folks, that does it again. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this and every week. Pete, any closing words? Let's do it soon. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Please, folks, keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We'll see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.